In this video, I'm going to talk about three times that the Somali language went absolutely mental. Assalamu alaikum, everybody. Maga'aliku wassam. And a very warm welcome back to the Sam of Somalia channel. This is a little series that I do just from Monday to Friday, just documenting my journey learning the Somali language. So that episode one, Bumbling Nina Adan, who doesn't Afka Somali go wa huku hadikara. And then episode 14,875, I speak pretty good Somali, right? That's the journey that I want to kind of bring you guys on. So this is day 13, and I want to talk to you guys a little bit about sometimes when the Somali language went absolutely mental. You know, unfortunately, the Somali language isn't one of these languages that was designed for foreigners to learn it easily. You know, there's a language called Esperanto, which is invented in like the last 50 years in Europe, and it's literally its, its purpose is to be easy to learn. But the Somali language has some times where... Sometimes it's a beautiful thing. Sometimes it's bizarre and sometimes it, it inspires your curiosity a little bit. But um, sometimes I remember when I was studying Somali at university and my Somali teacher would explain something to us and I'd just have to say, well, that's mental, but fine. That's how it is. So we just got to learn it. So let's go through some of those times. So number one is when you'll have reverse gender from singular to plural. So, for example, let's take the word ma'allin. Ma'allin means a teacher. It's pretty much synonymous with the word bare. But say a ma'allin, a teacher, is a masculine word. Ma'allin. So we'd say ma'allinka, you know, if you say the teacher. But if you want to say the teachers, and you say ma'allimin, it becomes ta all of a sudden. It's ma'allimin-ta. So in the singular, it was masculine, and in the plural, it's feminine, even though they're still male teachers, right? So another example that we have is the word sahib. I feel like we've mentioned this word loads of times on the channel. Sahib is masculine. You say sahib ka, but then in the plural, pretty much any of the plurals that you use, I think, I think if you use ashab, you use sahibayal, or you use sahibo, they're feminine, right? So quite often, quite often, not all of the time, not all of the time, but a lot of the time in the Somali language, you have singulars that are one gender and the plural that is the complete opposite gender even though the object has stayed the same even if it was a woman in the singular and women in the plural right so that's one time when i think the somali language perhaps isn't very considerate to the brains of non-somalis so the second time that the somali language went mental in my opinion is where is again is with plurals right the somali language has a big issue with plurals right so there are these plurals in the somali language that the word doesn't even change, but you just change the stress on it. So let's take the example for the word dog, okay? A, A is a dog, but A is dogs, right? Let's take the word um, Somali, right? That means a Somali, right? Somali, and the A is where the stress should be. But if you have Somali, then it means Somalis, right? It's the plural. That That is just the tiniest difference, and I don't know how, I don't know how people learning the Somali language are expected to understand that, right? But we just need loads of practice at it. That's all it is, right? And we, you do pick it up eventually, and you do get to understand it, and you do start using it properly. But in my opinion, that's a time when the Somali language lost its mind a little bit. Um, another example, maybe, is one that, one that my audience like a lot, is the word madah, which means a head. But madah means heads, right? So... It's literally the same word. It's written the same way, but it's just a stress tone. And the thing that the thing that can make this a little bit harder as well is that quite often on Somali websites written by Somalis for Somalis in Somali, they don't write these stress tones. Right? If you get yourself a nice grammar book, any of these, if you've got yourself notes on the Somali language, if you've got yourself Martin Orwin's book, they'll quite often include stress tones to make that easier for you. But in written Somali, 
you just don't see them, right? And when I, by the way, just as a disclaimer, when I say the Somali language went mental, I'm not like, I'm not insulting the language, obviously. Like, a lot of my life is dedicated to loving and promoting this language. But um, but there are a few occasions that I think it's, it's just interesting for us to amuse ourselves with, where the Somali language does things that we could never have expected. Time number three, when the Somali language went mental, is with the gender of numbers. You know, numbers, in some languages, are so inexplicable in terms of how complicated their grammar is made. Like, especially with Arabic, right? I use Arabic as an example just because I know most of my audience are people who have some level of knowledge of Arabic. Like, you know when children have lessons with you and the parents are like, oh yeah, do do, do the lessons on the colours and, and on the numbers, just some simple things in the beginning. But it turns out that like in Arabic and in Somali, the numbers are some of the most complicated grammar in the world. Like, Arabic does this thing where you have reverse gender. So you'll use the number three in, a ge in, in feminine, for example, if the noun is masculine. So a house, for example, houses is masculine, but you use a feminine number for it. So you use reverse gender. And in the Somali language, numbers intrinsically have gender, right? You don't change the gender depending on what noun you're using, but the numbers from one to eight are feminine, and then all the numbers above are masculine. I don't know why that's necessary, right? But the case with languages is sometimes you just have to say, well, that's mental, but fine. You know, that's that's the kind of world that we live in. So let's run through the numbers, actually, just for just for, just for some revisions for us. So we have ko, labo, saddah, afar, shan, leh, toddobad, sedeed. Okay, so those are all feminine. Okay, um, sagal, toban. And then sagal, toban, all the way brrr, up to a million, they're all masculine, right? Don't know why the Somali language needs to do that, but it does. That's everything for this entry into my Somali diary. This has been day 13, and I really hope that you have enjoyed my little ramblings about three times when the Somali language went completely unpredictable, and in my opinion, even a bit mental. See you guys tomorrow for day 14 of my Somali diary. Assalamu alaikum. We can argue all day long about what we think is the right Somali or how to pronounce this particular word or what Kabil is better or what city is better in Somalia, right? But one thing that we cannot dispute is that the Somali language is awesome, right? So what I'd like to do is to create a line of merchandise promoting the Somali language. So we'd have slogans on our hoodies and our t-shirts and our, and our jumpers and stuff like that that people can rock and they can represent the Somali language. So that we can promote the Somali language, so that we can inspire more conversations about the Somali language, and we can just promote the uptake and the preservation of the Somali language a little bit more. So if you would like discounts on all of that merchandise that I'm creating with my designer at the moment, then you can become a patron. Um, patrons of the Son of Somalia channel get all kinds of different perks depending on what level you um, you support the work at but uh, w whatever level you contribute it's an absolutely amazing thing to do and you have the opportunity to get huge discounts on the line of merchandise when we bring them out in the new year inshallah so please don't forget to go over to patreon.com forward slash Sam of Somalia see you over there